0: Welcome to Opening Presence, the podcast about creative self-realization. My name is Aaron Robinson. Thank you so much for joining me. In today's episode, I sit down with Jackie Brown, also known as Jack Face Killer. She is a designer and illustrator whose work brings light to any and every situation. In this conversation, we discuss Jackie's inspirations and the journey that led her to develop her own unique style. If you enjoy this episode, make sure to share it with a friend. Now, without further ado, welcome to Opening Presents. opening presents. my name is aaron robinson thank you so much for joining us today um so i have a very very special guest super creative leader no knocking doors down Not <laughs> <Get outta
1: here. laughs> super
0: humble super humble we have jackie brown aka jackface killer what's up hi (laughs) thank you so much for having me over
2: yeah i guess this is this is very new to me my first podcast so thank you for inviting me inviting me on this
0: yeah no this is great like thanks for like the hospitality like as soon as like i come into your house i'm like yep it's fitting there's so many colors so many artists like i haven't i've only seen like a couple of the pieces or at least I've been drawn to a few of them but your space is definitely filled with so much brightness so much life
2: yeah i definitely like to be surrounded by a lot of things and just um you know surrounded by things that people make that i enjoy mm-hmm. um and i use that as like inspiration um so yeah, I call myself like a I don't wanna say I'm a hoarder, but it's like a organized maximalist. <laughs> if that is a Hell thing, yeah,
0: no, that's gonna be the episode title for sure. Yeah. Organized maximalist, that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like when you like see all these colors and like you see like the connect or obviously like you're connected to the artist because like you purchase their work, mm-hmm. but do you feel like they like speak to you or at least become a part of you at some point because it's like there's a lot of consistency with like there's medium, but then there's also just like the content that is that you've selected, and it's like how does it yeah influence like your day to day and
2: I mean, I feel like i'm very I'm pretty selective as far as like what I buy um to then you know, display, uh, in my space. Um, I don't, I, I guess I just buy things that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily know, um, how I will arrange it until it comes into my house and I kind of just get like a feel for where things should go. But, um, Yeah, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people when they see my space, they're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, I took a picture of your mantle, and like, I want to do something like this. Um, Like, where do you get all these things? And I'm like, "Well, this is accumulation over like a like a couple like over ten years. Mm -hmm. It's like you just you just collect things that you like." And then eventually it all like comes together. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of hard to tell people like, oh, you go to this one store and <laughs> yeah, you can right. get everything.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. It's like, no, I've like, you know, I I have special ties to a lot of these things. Like if you point something out, I'll have like a little story behind it mm-hmm. as far as like why I bought it or where. Um. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that, Like at least moving forward for myself, like having a story or a real meaning behind something is like imperative. Whether that's buying art or just clothes or something, like what is like the meaning behind this? Because I find my I found myself just giving away things because it's like this shit doesn't have a story, and I'm just getting rid of it. And always taking that time to, uh, like look over the items that I've collected thus far. Because like I have plenty of things that I'm just like you don't belong in this space and. And I have some things that are like, oh, how how have I not lost this already? Because like I typically lose a lot of things. Yeah. But then it's like the things that are really meant to be with you, you never will lose them, mm-hmm. ever. Like I've never really lost anything that like meant a lot to me. Because it's like it's always there. close. It's always close enough. But then the things that like maybe were just like for a season or your impulse buying or something. It's mm-hmm. like that stuff just disappears. And you end up like throwing it away eventually anyways.
2: Yeah. I mean, I definitely like I have a lot of things, but I don't always keep them for a long time. Th- like there are, I do, Um, I, I mentioned this to somebody before that I like, I really like uh, Marie Kondo's, mm-hmm. um, what was that quote? Likes it was just it, like, like.
0: The tidying up book
2: yeah yeah it was just like if something doesn't bring you joy then like pass it on so Mm -hmm. every so often i'll like go through my stuff um and like especially if there's like a birthday coming up and i'm like oh shit i need to get uh, a present for somebody i'm like wait let me i kind of have like a catalog of things um i mean granted they're all in my taste and like i'm pretty selective like oh wait, like i'm not too crazy about this anymore but like my friend like such and such i think they would like it so then i'll like you know pass my things on Mm -hmm. to another person who would have more appreciation Mm -hmm. for it um so yeah i
0: just did that yesterday with like an astrological like puzzle it was like Mm -hmm. an old like like 1970s puzzle of like the horoscopes and like their star alignment and stuff so it's like the galaxy and like all like the the print out and i'm just like yo okay. i'm not about to sit here and like do this puzzle and then like i bring over like the like my two friends harley and keisha and it's just like hey do y'all want this they're like oh my god it's it's astrology and i'm just like i mean have fun with it
2: <laughs> i'm pretty sure here in portland anybody would take that yeah i know right <laughs> that's
0: like yeah that's like portland like first like five questions that anybody gets it's like what's your sign mm. <laughs> yeah dope well yeah let's uh let's kind of start back like where are you from
2: oh that question yeah
0: where where are you from um
2: <laughs> well um that's always a tough one for me to answer because i was born on yokota air force base in japan Um, But I moved every three years um, to multiple military bases. So I don't really have like one set place that Mm -hmm. I call home. Um, My parents currently live in San Antonio, Texas. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I actually went to high school there, but... I don't necessarily like to claim
1: <laughs> San, Antonio. San Antonio, Texas.
2: <laughs> um, you know, I had I had some good years, but I feel like I like became an adult and grew in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, so quick answer, I like to say that, you know, like San Francisco is my home cuz yeah. even now um you know, even though I live in Portland, I'm back in San Francisco like every other month. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah.
0: Yeah, dope. When did art come into your life, and like, how? What role did it play early on for you? Was it kind of just like, like, oh, I'm quiet and I'm gonna like be in my room and I'm just gonna draw, or is it just something that you had a natural affinity for?
2: No. Um. I mean my my brother was a huge influence. Um. For me, as far as getting into the art scene, um, he's five years older than I am. And I feel like the earliest memory I feel like getting into art was um, just like seeing a lot of his doodles that he would do in like middle school and high school and just being like oh my gosh like those are so cool mm. um like he would be turning like precious moments into these like uh I don't, well normally precious moments would be these like white sculptures of like super cutesy uh figures but then he would like turn them into like black folks wearing like baggy clothes and Mm. stuff. And I was like, Oh, that shit. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, I want to say when I was in elementary school, just like seeing a lot of his drawings, but then also being really influenced by um, just like a lot of things that I collected when I was younger in Japan Mm. and Like, really loving Sanrio characters, Mm -hmm. Sailor Moon cards, um, and just, I I don't know, just being surrounded by a lot of, like, Japanese characters and art and the fact that, like, well, with Sanrio products.
0: That's Hello Kitty? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I loved Pachaco, though. Um, I wasn't a fan of Hello Kitty. I felt like she got
1: <laughs> like, yeah.
0: yeah. She
2: got she got She gets all the love. Yo, she got <laughs> way too much shine. Um I like the side characters like Pachaco and Karopi, um, Bat Batsumaru. Um but I thought the thing that I loved about Sanrio was that they didn't just do uh stationary, but they did like everything. Where it was like apparel, um, I don't know, home goods, um, food.
1: Mm. Um, That's so dope.
2: And I want to say at a young age, like I caught on to that, and I was like, oh shit! Like first off, they're like these characters are super cute, but then like it's it's cool to see um, these characters on all these different products. Uh, and it's like, how do I get that job? Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I think it's accumulation of like growing up with that influence mm-hmm. and then seeing my brother get into art and me always wanting to be like my brother. Um, and yeah. And I feel like once I actually started making was I want to say in high school. No. Was it high school or maybe middle school? I say middle school.
0: Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: You know, what medium did you start out with? Or that you, like, gravitated with where you, like, catch, like, a a rhythm or a flow with something? Where it's, like, instead of just, like, these one-off kind of, like, throw something together and it's just, like, but where you, where it kind of, like, locked in and you're just, like, oh, like, I'm starting to to develop a style of some sort. (coughs)
2: Um I want to say I started to develop like a, a certain style when I was in high school. Um so I moved to I moved to San Antonio, Texas um for high school. And this was just like a huge life-changing moment for me. Uh just cuz like I've Only lived overseas on military bases, um, and moving to Texas was just like, just like, what?
1: Yeah, like this is oh yo. I went to public.
2: (laughs) This is my first time going to public school, and all of my friends were in Japan,
1: Mm.
2: and mind you, like high school, coming in as a freshman, like you're having all of your friends from middle school and um yeah i obviously i didn't have that coming into texas and um those kids were brutal uh they i guess i'm just used to at that point i'm used to every time i moved uh like us military kids, we would be like super friendly and be like, Oh shit. Like, where'd you come from? Mm -hmm. Like
0: like manners and shit. Yeah. yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, it was just like, we, we knew, um, you know, we all had that lifestyle where we all moved around and, um, more perspective. Yeah. And it's like, we were always curious as to like who the new person was and like, welcome them. And, um, but moving to Texas, uh, going to public school and being around kids that have never traveled outside of texas they were just like who the fuck are you you know and like can i cuss
0: yes
1: okay
2: um, and just being you know it's just like yo uh oh she just moved from japan we're we gonna call her japan
0: and oh, i was just like Lord. what oh my god yeah
2: and so that was kind of like my first time being a loner Mm. um and I was that was that was just super obviously like traumatic uh moving to high school and like not having friends so I um I took to art um and I would always like hide in art class Mm -hmm. during lunch Mm. and um I joined the art club and I feel like that's kind of where I started developing a style just because I was surrounded by it even more. And I kind of used it as like a coping mechanism to like keep myself busy. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, I was an art nerd in high school. <laughs> okay.
0: I know, but it's like those those turn into like the biggest blessings because it's like the people that find something early. Yeah. And then they still they're still at it and still doing it and evolving within the craft. It's like. I wish I had, I locked in on something like when I was in high school and I was like, yo, I'm just gonna like do this and like have some sort of discipline. Of course, like kids have to like go out and like have fun and make their mistakes and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. But like 32 year old Aaron wishes that like 16, 17 year old Aaron would have just been like, yo, I'm doing that. Like unfortunately, like the bullying and stuff like is not cool, but it's like they're. Were you a bully? I was not a bully, I was quiet. I was Uh, quiet. Okay. Quiet, chubby, shy. Um, played baseball though. Like sports oh. was like the thing that kind of like anchored my existence within the setting of yeah. like all like the y fucking California pretty boy like surfer dudes and shit. Okay. And like the athletes, and then I was just like the one black dude on the baseball team with the big butt. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, super, super shy, super quiet though. But like, my artist journey, like I remember, first grade class, or yeah, first grade in elementary school, and one of the kids' dad came in, Mm -hmm. and he was an illustrator who showed his book, and his book was called Smoky Nights, and his name was David Diaz, and his son Ariel was in my was in my class, and like he he showed us this book, and he like did all the characters in this book and i was like oh shit and like they're all black characters too i was like oh shit like this is fucking this is dope um so like i don't know for whatever reason but it was just like i was like oh like ariel's gonna be like my friend now and like we were just like friends like like probably one of my oldest childhood friends and then he was the artist as well Mm -hmm. he lives in like new york now but just seeing like his process he still does yeah yeah he's he Fantastic artist, and like, that's rad that yeah, his he's, dad, yeah, his dad, like he had the yeah, whole family too. though. It's like his mom's a great artist, his his wow. brother's a great artist. Like so, whenever I go over to their place, it's like there's pay- big ass paintings all over the walls, like similar to your spot, just like curated mm-hmm. over decades of just like like sculpture. There's like illustrations, there's books, there's every single thing, and it smelled like sage every single time you oh. walk in, and it's just like like surrounded by art at all times so i Mm -hmm. think that's definitely like where i got like my like interest in it because it's like you could literally create anything that you want to create and it's taken a like time to realize like how to like execute with an intention Mm -hmm. and then move on to the next thing and realizing something's done because i would always be like like just kind of scratching the surface but not throwing myself at a piece mm-hmm. and finishing it and being like all right off to the onto the next one because it's i don't know judgment self-judgment and all that kind of shit where you're just like i'm not a real artist and stuff oh. and and then like finding like a style to call my own i didn't really find i did like fake graffiti like my whole life Oh, like okay. it was just like fake. <laughs> it, was, it was just like you see things that you like and you try to mimic it and yeah, stuff yeah. but it was just like I was like, all right, this is kind of like corny collage. Oh,
2: you know, I I laugh, but then I'm like, wait, I actually did that too, because I remember in high school, um, being one of my friends, Victoria, uh, we had this notebook that we would pass around mm. to each other, but we would um we would decorate the front and back with like, collages of like the back end of like the source magazine when they had like a whole bunch of uh pictures of like artists randomly out in the streets. Um, but we would always like put a tag over it um mm-hmm. on the front cover. Uh yeah, I definitely had my little stint of yeah, that as well. Yeah, looking back
0: na- do you remember any of your names? Uh,
2: Ye yeah. did I? I th- I wanna go off of like my black planet and like oh.
0: uh
1: <laughs>
2: I feel like a lot I did a lot of mixed ones like mixed chick thirty three or, oh, like, yeah. yeah, or like thirty two or like a little black flip yeah. or <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't have Jack face killer at that time, um so yeah, I was just That's like blazing. blazing. <laughs>
0: That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Those those were the days. Flipside zero five one four. My one of my tag names was Mesozoic Era.
1: Whoa.
0: Just like it was long. It was a long name. Oh. And then oh my god, I
2: was that in high school. Yeah,
0: high school. Oh, it was okay. just like in my like black book. And then I like I I wanted to do like smaller like like shorter names and stuff and like pardon for pardon this derogatory statement like i'm prefacing it but like i would write like in graffiti letters i would write s-p-i-k and like you can spell that out and uh like i showed like a dude like a Samoan dude and he's like what you don't like mexicans and i was like oh. what like what do you mean i had wait no,
2: what was what did that stand for
0: uh like hispanic but they say like spick is oh, like a de- oh, like oh, a derogatory oh, term once again i apologize um but like i i wrote that like as my tag name he's like well you wait like- are you hispanic no oh, but hey, I, I was just like like when you're wow. a graffiti when you're, a gra- when you're a graffiti artist like you just come up with names like cause k-a-w-s biggest artist in the world yeah that's his graffiti name it's like like it's a cause like but it just spelled differently but
2: that doesn't have like a tie or a relation to like a
1: a race or no it, it go- doesn't but i didn't i didn't know
0: <laughs> i didn't know that it like you just come up with like letters and words like oh okay. like if you see around in portland there's somebody that goes by antsy a-n-t-s-i uh-huh. you'll see like this tag that says antsy all over the place and that's just like his graffiti name so i was like oh i'm gonna be clever and i'm gonna come out with this this name but i didn't know i was like making beef in the streets. Oh, okay <laughs> so i moved on from that and uh
2: i hope they called you out pretty early well yeah i got
0: called out but it was luckily like it was like a samoan dude so like he didn't have any he didn't feel any way about it he just let me know yeah but yeah so that that ended that run um as far as like graffiti but i didn't like i experimented with like a lot of just like like uh like stencils and shit like i would Mm -hmm. do like a background like i have like a little wayne stencil and then, like, an easy e like, stencil. And I was like, all right, we're creeping towards, like, finding a style. And then not really, like, landing on anything until, like, I was, like, 24, 25 in San Diego. Okay. Where it was, like, like, a blue background with, like, a purple planet. And I'd started doing, like, the flying cars and, like, little characters. And that was the first time that it was, like, yo, like, nobody else in the world is doing that so Mm -hmm. keep on just staying in that realm Mm -hmm. do you remember like what the first thing for you was that was like yo like (sighs) this is kind of like the lane that i'm finding for myself as like an illustrator or designer or artist
2: i feel like i've always stayed in this like cutesy world um just like dating back to when i mentioned about the sanrio and Um, All that stuff. So a lot of my art in high school was I had a lot of chubby things like chubby characters Mm -hmm. and um, even with letters like bubble letters and um, granted like my style has definitely changed from then. But like I still think I'm in this like I started off in like a colorful, bubbly, uh, chubby realm. Um, so it's kind of hard. I I don't know. I'm trying to think like what, what exactly I was in. Oh, I was into drawing evil bears for some (laughs) reason. Um, with like one big eye and one small eye. It was super weird. I think it was because I was watching a lot of like Invader Zim. And like, uh, Rock. Do you remember the. Rocko's Margin Life? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like Ren and Stimpy type shit? Yeah. It just looked, it was so gross. Looking back. It was so vulgar and gross. Looking
2: back, I'm just like, how did that pass as like a children's.
0: Yeah, that was so like. um,
2: So, yeah, I had little characters like bears, penguins. Um, I'm trying to think. I had little like Afro Puff girls. Mm -hmm. I really loved powerpuff girls at that time and like care bears um and yeah so i did that all throughout high school and then i'm trying to think what i was doing in college i took i started painting in college Mm -hmm. um like i took a i took a painting class and i was trying to do um like still life
0: Mm -hmm. that's like the death of me (laughs) (laughs) a
2: lot of unfinished pieces for sure um and i ended up not finishing the class because just of like life stuff that was going on um so i feel like i oh first off i went to college for like eight years and um, I feel like majority of it in the beginning was just me getting out of the house mm-hmm. and like hanging out with friends that I reunited with from Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like for like the first four years of school, I was just kind of like hanging out and working and just doing school. Um, And then I came back to making things um maybe in my last four years of school, um, when I lived with when I moved in with my brother in San Francisco. Um so seeing him do art made me want to get back into it. Mm-hmm. Um and I first started with this is, you know, when I'm actually uh well I went to school for graphic design and I loved to illustrate as well, um, so I got into. Well, I always doodled, but then I was just like, "Yo, I really like uh, making vector art." Mm-hmm. Um, and Instagram came out at that time. Um, when I was still in school, so then I used Instagram to kind of like use that as motivation to like post things and like kind of created my own little. I don't want to say challenges but like um I don't know. I I made pr- like these fake projects for myself. yeah. Where I was just like, "Oh, I'm I'm going to make bi-weekly illustrations um just to like keep going and stay motivated, but then it was also pretty cool to like see this catalog
0: mm-hmm. of
2: your work. Um so yeah, I want to say Instagram kind of like got me into really making like having to make art as like a habit, but then also as like a way to express myself, share work um and to stay motivated.
0: Yeah, I did the exact same thing. So I'm so happy that you said that. Like uh-huh. that decision <clears throat> like I remember like wanting to be, like work at like Wyden and Kennedy, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, I want to work there, like. And there how did was you
2: find out about it?
0: About what? Wyden like, and Kennedy. Uh, just poking around, just like trying to get into Adidas, not getting in there, and then reframing my focus to creative agencies and stuff. Okay. So then I looked on on Instagram, and Jason Sturgill, who you may know, like the mm-hmm. illustrator. Um, he was the. Uh, a recruiter there and okay. it's like that was like his job and he like had this thing this like drawing meetup at uh coffee beer me in uh, southeast off of gladstone i believe and he was like hey come through for like this this just meetup and i'm just like oh like duh if i want to get a job there let me go meet the art director or like the the recruiter for this place and just see what's up and and it was for design week portland um i think it was like 2017 okay 2016 2017 so i'm like i'm there and like we ch- like sit and talk and stuff and i'm like showing him like like just like my sketchbook and stuff and then like i had like one painting on my instagram and i'm like yeah look here here's my instagram he's like dude you have one one post and that was like 3 months ago uh-huh. and i was just like yeah you're right and then like i just went like in like pieces like every single week and i was doing paintings like for the most part too so i was like painting so much but then like then i started picking up some like a little bit more like like graphic stuff but then it was like uh i picked up photography around that same time a little bit later so it was like like this crazy collage of just like paintings and uh photos and like a lot of conceptual stuff like videography and just like this insane just like this feed was like insane but it like like that like using instagram to kind of like initiate a creative process like is Mm -hmm. so rewarding because it's like you have like a beginning and an end you start things and then you end them like when you post them and then you're like i sim i similarly i do the same shit now Mm -hmm. we're just like it's just kind of like a catalog of the things that i'm doing
2: more work nowadays uh to post and create yeah um, and I feel
0: like now it's it's not as innocent. No, yeah, no, it's like it's like yo, like fucking get me on this project or whatever. You don't, you just don't know who's looking. Yeah, like before it was like for me, it was like yo, this is to get me going. But now it's kind of like yo, like I know y'all are stalking me from from afar. It's like you could have oh, you could have sent me a DM like six months ago
1: mm-hmm. instead
0: of being like oh, we want you on the right project like type of shit. And I'm like yo, like. Like, don't, like, you don't know me, so don't uh, put me in the box that you feel like I would fit in when we haven't even had, like, a real, like, one-on-one. And and I've had, I've run into that a couple times. Like, oh, yeah, like, we've been watching. I'm just like, fucking bring me in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, give me the bag.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I, I just, it's like, it's still a rad tool to have, but I have feel, or it it just feels like in the beginning it was very innocent mm-hmm. and like i mainly i only had like a couple of followers and it was like my friends so i would be like hey look uh, like i just drew these cute little animals you know <laughs> um now it's like okay i i drew these cute little animals but i feel like now i've kind of set um just like an overall look and feel it, it's like i have a huge ass mood board where i'm like okay does this actually fit in this mood board you mm. know or it's like it's like i like this thing i want to share it but like is it the right time sure now or like i feel like i have to put a little bit more effort and i don't know
0: yeah i've let go of like the whole like grid thing i'm just like each thing is just like it's individual thing i'm still on it if you pay attention (laughs) if you pay attention to like each thing it's like each thing is isolated for me now it's just like oh like this one thing is what i want to post disregard the rest of the feed this just happens to be next to some other work that has nothing to do with what i'm posting right now but like Mm -hmm. right here right now this is important. This is on my heart and I want to share this. And then mm. and then like when you scroll like you'll find I I will find like just kind of it's kind of like a like a it's like a like a palette that blends into like the next palette and you can sense like the energy from each one where okay. where it's like uh, some like I I had like a kind of like a a grid with uh, like when I went to Japan and stuff and it was like very matter-of-factly like just like bright hues and just like a lot of like shiny elements and it was just like oh my god this is beautiful yeah and then there's like the street photography like grainy just like like kind of bland but then it's more soul injected within the imagery it's like yo like this is like a moment like sit here no it's not shiny no we're not here to entertain you this is just like real life with grain Mm -hmm. so i i noticed little changes but i don't really get hung up on like what, like the overall aesthetic looks like, because it's like the, the thing that matters is like the person making it and like where they're they're at and what they want to give the world. Yeah. And speaking about what you want to give the world, <laughs> what do you feel like you're communicating with your audience, uh with your work?
2: Positive vibes, um happiness. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: beautiful, all beautiful things. Hell yeah. I
2: mean, I Damn just, right. I. I mean as you could see like a lot of my things that I surround myself with is pretty bold in color. Um there's messages um I just I don't know. I like I like very simple things as well. Um mm-hmm. I'm not one to have these like crazy ass explanations for certain things yeah so i'm pretty straight to the point with my art um i'm like i like fruits um i like bananas i like the color yellow <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and that's like that yeah and you know i like panthers and vintage cars and you get to see that um and yeah i do like the quick like messaging as well um where it's just like two or three lines and it's just like that's it like Mm -hmm. I don't need to give you this whole paragraph where there's like messages within it's just like let me just tell you what I'm trying to say um so yeah I I feel like that's mean like i don't have any hidden messages yeah yeah, yeah. i just want to spread you know obviously like positive vibes um with all the shit going on in life um i like to create things that i look i like to look at and hopefully other people it'll bring other people joy as well Mm -hmm. um so yeah
0: Dope. who are some of your like biggest inspirations as artists
2: um one is para para are you familiar i'm
0: not i'm such like i'm so not a historian on anything oh he's not
2: i mean he's i know it's like low-hanging fruit even
0: like music shit like when people are like name like five dr dre songs i'd be like uh (laughs) i
2: can show you um some of his stuff but it's like It's very illustrative, and he has like a certain palette. Um, and it's a mix of like type and um, just like simple shapes. I'm pretty sure you've seen his work before. Yeah. Um, but real, what I love is that he's able to, um, he's like everywhere. He does apparel. He does murals, installations, mm-hmm. and that's definitely like a place where I'd like to be. It's like I'm starting off small, but like eventually, I want to get into like home goods and like. Yeah. I've done one mural, but I'm like, I would like to do mu- more murals, mm-hmm. or like it would be kind of cool to do like an installation. Um, that is the first artist that comes to mind um trying to think uh well i just listened to um a talk by nina chanel mm-hmm. are you familiar yeah, yeah, with she her did the
0: meek mill cover yeah. yeah yeah yo didn't she have a didn't she have a mural here yes yeah yeah okay she I, does. Was like, I was like that's her right yeah, yeah. yeah
2: and i was actually very surprised by seeing that i was just like what and yeah. right now it's like being covered by like a hamburger a f- truck, yeah, a yeah, hamburger yeah. truck, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm just like, man, um, Mid City Smash Burger. Yeah, have you had it? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. I have,
0: I have a friend who's in competition with them who has a pop up. Shout out to Lowe's Burgers. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll have
2: to try it. Yeah,
0: we'll have to do it for the food show. Uh,
2: but yeah, I, um yeah, I really love her stuff. Um. She's definitely come like she she's came like a long way. Um and like her back back in the day, like her work used to be like very detailed mm. and um obviously there was like a lot of like messaging behind it, but like she's now at a point where she's using like a lot of symbols and mm-hmm. her art is a bit more simplified, but it still has like, very powerful meaning behind a lot of the things that she makes. But when you look at it initially, it's, like, it's very bright and bold, and it makes you, like, just from the color alone, it makes you feel nice. But then, like, once you, like, actually look at the things that she's painting, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, wait, oh. She's popping that thing. Yeah, that was like, (laughs) oh, wait, there's some messaging in here, you know, it, like it makes you feel some type of way
1: mm-hmm.
2: um but i just i really love the her scale is mm-hmm.
0: scales huge. like everything to me it's just like, like yeah the bigger something is just like it just smacks you in the face and it just takes you over it's yeah. like, like especially like in proximity to scale i'm like yo like this is insane but then it's like like it'd be hard like unless you want to spend like forever to do a painting it's like less detail for scale it's just like mm-hmm. you know what like even like we were talking about cause earlier it's like it's not like crazily detailed or anything but it's just like big and clean it's just like finding those clean lines or just like having like the technique to make your acrylic look laid down really smoothly and cleanly yeah like it's just like oh cool like that's that's it right there
2: yeah so um i that's like my goal is to start to work bigger
1: mm-hmm.
2: um it's very intimidating, but um I do as far as making product, I wanna make like a twenty four by thirty six poster um and I've already been in talks with like a screen printer friend, so that may be happening soon, but um, not only making product but like I want to start painting bigger too. Mm-hmm. Um, like in the the show that you had just. Um,
0: yeah, let's talk about seen. that. Yeah, Island Style.
2: <laughs> island Style. Yeah. So Island Style, I painted 21 pieces. And all of the pieces in that show range from four inches to the biggest one was like 14 inches. And... Uh, a, well, a lot of that was cuz I I actually like to paint small. Mm-hmm. Um but uh it was it was a combination of things where it was like um the time frame that I gave myself mm. <laughs> um, and then like the space that I knew that I was going to be in as well. Um which was like I don't know exactly how big that wall was, but essentially um I I knew that I was going to be on a wall, so I was like, "All right, let me make a whole bunch of small pieces that will kind of look look um cohesive all together." Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, after seeing Lisa's work in the next room, um oh my gosh, I'm just like, "That's goals." Mm. Like
0: but it's like you're there <laughs> like like i don't know i i see you like as there already and that's that's kind of just like where do we like allow ourselves to venture when it's like there's no boundaries at all and it's just like i believe that i can do that Mm -hmm. too and it's like i feel like like anybody like because it's like like as an outsider like people that come into the show and even regardless of just like proximity, it's like, yeah, Lisa Congen's work is right in the next room and she has this giant following and or anything. But it's like, I don't know. Like I see like guys as equals. It's just like, and and there's no difference. It's just like, oh, she was on that wall and you were on that wall. But like, there's no, like scale wise is like, what? Like, what's that? Like three paintings into one as far? Like there's like the, her flag, which was giant that and beautiful. Huge, like yeah. that that was amazing. But it's just like, giving yourself more time yes to (laughs) to execute it's just a it's just a matter of like time and execution there's no like there's no skill like different or anything like that just like manage the time get the (laughs) get everything there and Uh, you're done
2: time management (laughs) is not my friend like i know that i could get to that point one of these days it's just a matter of like me making that space for it so Mm -hmm. that's why i was like it's my goal i'm not saying that i can't do it i know that i could do it it's just a matter of like sitting down and making the
0: time for it yeah most definitely no i definitely feel that like i want to do like a like a real like gallery show too but it's like are you ready to dedicate the next six months of your life to this yeah and it's just like i gotta put everything like else kind of like on hold unless i want to just like be sleep deprived Mm -hmm. and like i don't want to sacrifice like my schedule and just like waking up in the morning and like going to the gym and like that's like, like that's top tier me, like get to sleep at a decent hour and just like that's do, the, great. do the important things. Like cause I'm do- the
2: opposite. I'm like, I don't work out. <laughs> like, I don't get enough but sleep. You, but you eat good. Yeah, I eat good. Yeah, that's true. But like I was actually just talking to a friend about this cause she's like, she got into working out uh during quarantine and she's been really good at like going to crossfit every day and i'm just like yo i admire that because like i haven't even like i was doing walks every so often but i kind of fell off of that i got this bike and i haven't really been on that bike (laughs) get a real
0: real bike so you (laughs) have to like ride around like okay well we'll start walking because like we're neighbors essentially so yeah It's, like, hit me up anytime, because it's, like, I'm trying to get outside. Like, even in, like, the rain and shit, it's just, like, yo, like, just move the body and stuff. But, like, going back to just, like, like I was saying before, like, with painter mode, Mm -hmm. like, I'm fucking, I don't want to say, like, crazy, but it's, like, like, coffee, cigarettes, like, music blasting and just, like, wandering around the house and just, like, kind of just being, like, a loopy fucking lower east side cat (laughs) and just like like embodying like the the artist is something Mm -hmm. that i feel like like that i have to do when i want to get into that place where i'm creating at scale yeah like like pieces back to back to back to back to back and then going bigger and bigger and bigger and and i don't know if i i don't think i'm in that place to just like commit that time it's like it takes a long time for it to but it's like I feel like before I approach a piece, I have like a lot of living to do. Mm-hmm. And between the last piece and this or piece. just like getting inspired. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like between last piece and this piece, like I've done the living. It's like the experiences have happened. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's going to be a point where it's like, all right, it's go time now. And then I just like, like put all the creativity into the canvas and then it just turns into something beautiful. And I'm like, oh shit. But now I got to do like five more to make a show.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like I said, it's always just like it's like you could do the you could do one thing but then like trying to do the rest of it you're just like okay yeah
0: it's i gotta
2: (laughs) like even with that yeah that painting that i showed you
0: (laughs) yeah it's like just setting ourselves up though because like you're showing me like your painting room and stuff and it's just Mm -hmm. like having the things out and available is like the first step yeah like like i have a canvas over at my friend anthony's house And it's just like, and it's giant too. It's like he actually helped me put it together because it was like in his studio and his studio has so much space. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I can't even like fit it in my
1: apartment.
0: So I'm just like, all right, I got to go. Over there to like start painting it, and I kind of feel bad because it's just like sitting there, and I'm just like, ah, uh, uh, Well, gotta, you gotta make that. You gotta, gotta schedule yeah, time. I got, yeah, yeah, I know. I gotta like go over there and 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 check it out. So I want to go back to uh, Island Style. Like, what was like the theme of of the work of of Island Style? I think it was really interesting.
2: Yeah. So Island Style um, focused on pretty much the foods that I grew up eating um my mom is filipino and my dad is jamaican my mom was the main cook of the house so i grew up with a lot of home-cooked filipino meals um mixed in with uh she likes to call it like poor man's food but like Um, you know, eating Spam and Vienna sausage and corned beef. Mm. Um, So I had, like, yeah. The can
0: one. Yeah. Get it
2: crispy. Get it crispy. (laughs) Yo, I actually didn't have the corned beef in this show, but... I did have somebody request it for really? like the next time. That's so funny. Um I guess I was just trying to focus on my favorites. Mm-hmm. I would eat corned beef, but it wasn't my favorite. So
0: It was like a once like it would there would be like one can like in the back of the cupboard. Yeah. And you're just like, All right, cool. When you bring it out, you're like, Whoa, why don't I eat this that often? Like it's it's one of those but ones. But then where when you,
2: you eat it, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I understand why I don't you gotta to eat this You gotta all get the time. it past
0: like the the mushy, like the, like
2: yeah, well, you're supposed to cook it with, like, potatoes and yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah, so well, not it's, like, the one that I got, like, came with, like, little baby potatoes in it. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Um, But, yeah, so Filipino dishes and foods, but then also, like, um, having some, like, Jamaican things mixed in there, like, a beef patty, chicken curry patty. I have a ting. Um, What's Ting. Ting is a grapefruit soda in, mm. a, in a green bottle. Um, I have a plantain, but then also having things that um, I guess are shared within like Jamaican and Filipino culture where mm-hmm. it's like coconut, banana leaf, um, trying to think what else. Oh, just like tropical fruits, fried fish. Um, so, yeah, it was just – and I thought that it would be nice to just have, like, an overall really bright palette. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fall here in Portland right now, and it's getting dark. Um, so it was it was kind of nice to have, like, a little um, – just, like, some lively paintings and mm-hmm. to have them all together to kind of, like, you know uh, – take people on a little trip to the islands Mm. when they're looking at my pieces. Um, I mentioned that the next time I do a food show, I would like to have samples.
0: Oh yes, please, (laughs) please. (laughs)
2: Because um, as I was talking to people um, at my show, a lot of folks didn't know what a lot of the items were. Mm -hmm. So I found myself, Explaining a lot of the pieces, but with that, I'm like describing foods and like taste, yeah, and I'm just we're like in Portland, though. It's yeah, like what is
0: true. that? And I was like, that's a very standard Yo, like thing. I, like, I was
2: literally explaining like everything. I mean, it was great. I'm glad that you yeah, know you, people are curious interested. and ir- yeah, interested. But I was just like, okay, I'm explain this, but I'm like, of course, it would be better if they're they there, um you know able to taste it as yeah. well um like not only did it make me hungry but i'm pretty sure it made them hungry as well sure. so
0: yeah but like have you guys like lived at all like there's yeah. this like there's this thing called life it's Aww. for living and you try food. sorry yeah I had, like, I, I had
2: some friends that was like is that a rotten banana i'm like no
0: a that's rot- a plantain a rotten <laughs> like, banana yeah
2: i'm like no like how
0: are you supposed to explain like what spam is like you can't, it's, it's, it's literally everything. It's just like meat <laughs> chunks yeah, it's, it's everything. <laughs> in a can. Yeah.
2: Um, but it's good. It's yeah. like, you, it, yeah, it's like you have to, you have to try that mm-hmm. to know, um, just like our experience. Sure.
0: But. Yeah. I don't know. Like when does like the self contemplation come in when you don't know something? That's more of like a existential question though. It's like, if I don't know something, it's like, like, I'm just like, oh, like maybe I should go like try it like outside Mm -hmm. of just like the rum like oh i'm not gonna go like try heroin or anything like that but it's like (laughs) but it's like if it's a if it's a cuisine or or something like that i'm like oh i've never been there like like i wonder how much flights are or like or is there a restaurant nearby that i can try these things like there's 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 jamaican restaurants in portland like there's there's filipino restaurants in portland it's Mm -hmm. like are you moved to the point to go try it for yourself and find out like Instead of, like, oh, I'm going to, like, grill the artist on something that I can't taste because there's a painting of it. It's, like, is there a motivation behind, like, the viewer to expand their world? And I think that's what, like, good art does is, like, it, it... forces people to like confront their limitations or maybe their sadness if your art is happy and they're sad and they're like why is this this giant conflict within me right now Mm -hmm. i should go figure this shit out because that art is obviously happy and i am not responding well to it so
2: i i did have a lot of people come around and be like well first off they did have a lot of questions and then afterwards they would be like oh there's like Yo, I feel like I need to go check out like a a Filipino or Jamaican mm-hmm. restaurant. I'm like, yeah, you do. I mean, I'm like, I'm probably not the best person to give you like a list of places because <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out where to go. But like, I'm glad that that's like a thing that came and popped in your mind. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you should try like other cuisines, you know. Um, but yeah, I I'm glad that like I was able to introduce new things to people as well um since i like i said there's n- there are some jamaican and filipino restaurants here but there's not like a lot of them like Mm-mm. there are like thai restaurants sure. here yeah, right
0: there's so many thai food restaurants Yo, like
2: i mean it's good yeah it's great it's good but like it's kind of crazy how many yeah there are
0: yeah there's a lot
2: mm-hmm and it's like, yo, Portland, there's other cuisines around here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Where do you think the next, like, or I guess, like, I want to say, like, evolution, but that's kind of just like a, oh, what's the next evolution? But it's like, what's the next, like, project that you're going to bring into the world? Or at least, like, that's kind of, like, kicking your your tires. Ceramics ceramics That's on the table dope yeah I saw, the, I, saw the, I saw the afro pick
2: yeah, yeah, so i I like to dip into different median like mediums, um so not only do I paint, but I like to make product um over quarantine, I got into actually before corn- when i moved to portland i got into ceramics um and i feel like as i've been working on them it's just kind of been this evolution of like first i started off with making like little magnets little dishes to then making planters um and like bigger plates so now i'm i kind of want to well, I kind of started a bit where I'm starting to make, like, little vases. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I kind of want to m- make bigger vases mm-hmm. and um, maybe make, like, s- objects out of clay. So, um, yeah, cl- clay, it, it's its kind of a tough relationship working with it because um, I feel like clay kind of, like, messes with you. <laughs> A lot where it's like you'll mold this thing that you're really excited about, um, but then once it dries, it becomes yeah. very fragile. Yeah. So, like, I made some like afro picks, but um, I tried to like move some around and uh part of the pick like ends up breaking and you're just like fuck um <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually happened to me a couple times so you're just like all right cool now i gotta make this over again that's one example but another is like once you fire it um like there could be these like things happening where if you know you don't make like air pockets or something then like it ends up blowing up in the kiln Uh, or like there's a lot of factors that go into um, working with ceramics Mm -hmm. because you know, you can't necessarily be tied to something because you never know how it's going to, come out of the kit yeah yeah (laughs) um i don't know if you've ever i haven't no worked okay
0: definitely familiar with the process though like judging it before you actually like follow through with the process and there's like this like irrational fear of like it not being perfect your very first time who the fuck does anything perfect their very first time but it's just like the common struggle of artists or but like breaking through that threshold and just like being new at something is is something that that once we gift ourselves to that, then the whole world opens up because then it's like there's no fear going into the next thing. It's just you kind of expect growing pains, whether that's ceramics or knitting or, or whatever. And yeah. then if you're lucky, you'll find something that you have a natural talent for. And then you're like, oh, and I love doing this thing. Cool. Another passion added to the list. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So when I make ceramics, I try to just make things <laughs> without having it for something
0: or functional yeah so i'm just
2: like <laughs> all right i'm just gonna make it to see how it comes out mm-hmm. i'm gonna have a collection of it we'll see like what i end up doing with these things um because uh i want to say my first solo show that i just had in um june in san francisco um i named the show uh Jack Face Killer by Jackie Brown and it was just pretty much like accumulation of projects that I've worked on during quarantine mm-hmm. and it was a mix of ceramics uh wood cut, um cars mm-hmm. and I had a couple of wood panels um but it was essentially a lot of things that i just like made um that at the end like ended up all coming together um but yeah i ceramics is definitely a thing where i'm like people love it but it's like i give props to all the ceramicists because shit's no joke yeah Um, (laughs) but yeah i definitely i definitely want to like play around with it a bit more
0: yeah that's fucking dope nice well I can have this conversation all day every day (laughs) we're coming up on our time right now is there anything else that you'd like to leave with our listeners any any bits of wisdom
2: oh my gosh I don't know um I guess don't be afraid to just like start something um (laughs) because I feel like I talk to a lot of people, and they're like, "Oh my gosh! Like, how do you do that?" And like, get into this, Mm -hmm. and like, do that, and da da da. And I'm just like, I just do it. I don't. I don't know. I just. I can't really give you, um, just like, uh, I don't know, um, like specific rules behind like how I do things. There's no
0: like transferable formula. Yeah, it's like, oh, what's how did you do like like the girl that was at the show and it was just like how do oh, i yes. how do i how do i like this girl how do came i stay up, motivated yeah, yeah, this girl and came i was up like to I, Jack, don't, I don't know <laughs> to Jackie was like, how do i do this and i'm just like i'm just like what's the distance between like you and starting something and it's just like just the more you think about it the bigger the distance yeah. seems but it's like like how quickly can you just put pen to paper or whatever your medium is having your paints out yeah and just fucking put one little dot on the canvas and you just started something mm-hmm. like I, I don't think anybody could do that like if you're a painter and you've been avoiding it or you want to try something but you've been avoiding it if you put one dot down mm-hmm. I guarantee you you're gonna fucking end up painting for the next 30 minutes to 30 days yeah somewhere I mean, in between you may that.
2: go in like erase a lot of things or paint over things but you know you start but um since that girl asked us that question Um, I was just thinking about it and I'm like, I guess a way that I stay motivated is to have a lot of these things that I enjoy around me, Mm -hmm. like the things that I collect. um, I use that as inspiration. So, yeah, if I'm just like, oh, man, like I want to make this thing, I'll kind of like look around or I have some books just like look through books and just i don't know i'm just like oh shit like that's how they do that Mm -hmm. or like i i think i could do something like that so
0: yeah yeah playing off of that it's like you were saying that like there's not a lot of like technical like super technical art so it's like i'm looking at like the little gorilla right there and it's like yo like i can do something similar to that like Mm -hmm. right now if i wanted to and like that's like a low like not like a giant gateway to entry it's like oh yeah. i'm I'm not feeling motivated and it's like you see something that you feel like you can do that's around you that's really good yeah. but it inspires you and it's like oh shit like let me just go fuck around for a second because yeah. i'm I, taking things so seriously
2: exactly i start a lot of my things off with like doing post-it doodles mm-hmm. so it's like very like chill um just like not intimidating Mm -hmm. it's like you're literally on a post-it doodle with a pen so i say just start and have don't have any like crazy expectations yeah like
0: yeah don't think
2: that you're gonna make these crazy like pieces once you start like it takes time yeah so
0: enjoying the process where where can people find you on the interwebs
2: jackface killer at instagram <laughs> <laughs> it's always funny telling people um yeah, that my handle yeah, jackface that's, killer
0: yeah that's the vibe though yes dope well thank you jackie
2: thank you for having me <laughs> thank you
0: all for listening to opening presents